0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you follow this podcast, you probably agree with me that reading books is one of the greatest tools for bettering yourself. However, going out and buying tons of self-help books can end up costing you a small fortune. Britain's Enhanced Tomorrow offers an affordable solution to this. For just £5 a month, or around $6.33 U.S., you can gain access to a huge supply of success and motivational e-books. On top of that, they are constantly adding new e-books every week, so you are never stuck without something to read. So head on over to www.enhancedtomorrow.co.uk to get all the e-books you need for success and motivation in one place. For one price, it's time to enhance your tomorrow. Go to uk. Today's reading has been edited and adapted from Concentration, The Key to Constructive Thought by C.W. Kyle, published in 1910. The axiom, as you thinketh in your heart, so you are, is the most startling truth ever uttered about humankind. What an amazing statement it is, for it reveals that we are possessed of the power to create and rule ourselves and our environment by the choice and mastery of our thoughts, The wonderful fascination of this saying lies in the all-embracing statement which it so directly makes. It covers every possible action we take, and clearly states that we are capable of exercising unlimited powers. Look which way we will. We cannot escape from the finality of this decree. The beauty of this saying is that it is true, just as it is written. You are a world within yourself, and you are master of yourself. It matters not how well or ill you may exercise your powers of mastery. You are the unquestioned thinker of your own thoughts, which are the tools of your trade. You are the master craftsman of your own designs, and you will build constructively or destructively as you will. You can make yourself sick or well, rich or poor, strong or feeble, sorrowful or joyous, by the character of the thoughts you think. We are compelled to work out our own destiny, but not alone, for we have an infallible inner guide. I, the whole universe, is in league to assist us in the construction of our ideals. The enlightened minds of all ages have agreed that the proper study of humankind is humanity itself, and however searching and profound may have been our study of nature in the past, the search for truth has driven all further investigation toward the innermost heart and consciousness of woman and man. In the heart of you are the secrets of God, when you shall come to know yourself. To know the relationship which exists between yourself and others, with the universe and with the infinite, your lesson of life will have been learned. Truly, it has taken humanity a long wearisome journey to discover that the source of life, the perpetual fountain of health and wealth, of happiness and of peace... For which we have so earnestly and vainly sought in every other place, has all the while lain securely hidden within our own heart. God could do no more for you than he already has done. He has made you in his own image, endowed you with life, love, and intelligence, made you a localized center of his own divine consciousness given you faculties and powers which are godlike in their nature, and all masterful in their creative power. He is placed in the heart of you, the magic jewel of thought by which you may trace the successive steps which life has climbed, from its first clothing in matter, to its highest expression in consciousness. Now that you find yourself so equipped, There is nothing for you to do other than learn how to develop, educate, and train yourself for the doing of whatsoever work you may desire to do. Does this statement seem strange? It ought not to seem strange to anyone, for it states but the simple truth of that which every person is now doing, and that which we have always done. The mastery of matter is no greater achievement, than the mastery of self. For matter is in the last analysis, but the soul's outward account of itself, and this but reaffirms the truth of the saying, As you thinketh in your heart, so you are. Not only are you the ruler of your own mind, the divine thinker of your own thoughts, But there is an ultimate and unlimited substance out of which you may, and do, create whatsoever you will, when working with the universal law of life. There is no impulse, impression, thought or suggestion, of any nature, that comes to you that you are not bound, by the very nature of your being, to regard or disregard. It is this freedom to accept or reject the thoughts that come to you that crowns you with the regal power of self-mastery. Remember that there is no thought without form. Every human work, building, machine, or structure of any nature first took form in the human mind. Everything is a replica of a mental image, the earth, the plants, the birds. The animals, women and men, are all projections of the mental concepts and formations held in the mind of God. All that is perceived and conceived in the mind is first formed from this immaterial substance. We were made in the image of God, a replica of Him, which includes everything potentially. When we come to understand this truth, we will, by the very power of constructive thought, free our mind of doubt and fear, and become so at one with the great powers of life that our body will become what it was intended to be, a perfect instrument for the expression of health, happiness, and peace, and its energy devoted to usefulness. Ideation is creation, that is the highest concept, the ultimate word of philosophy. It is in harmony with all we know, and it confirms and illumines the how and the where that demonstrate the truth of the saying, as you thinketh in your heart, so you are. The source of truth is within you, and nowhere else for you. Unquestionably, there are many honest doubters of this, but all honest doubt is a sure prophecy of coming revelations of truth. The honest doubters are the hope of humanity, as from their ranks must come the teachers of the future. However, there are many others who fill the seats of the scornful, people who are ever ready to cry anything new because it implies an inability on their part in not having discovered it themselves. They are not to blame, though, for I believe that everyone does the best that they know. We can take stock in knowing that many people now realize that clear, positive thinking is the first step in securing bodily health and happiness. That peace of mind is a necessary forerunner of physical health. That health and happiness arise from the harmonious working of our minds and bodies, resulting from the unobstructive flow of the infinite life through us. If you desire a strong, healthy body, you must learn how to keep your mind strong and healthy, which is no small matter. To expect to enjoy good health and happiness, to acquire success while the mind is in the turmoil caused by selfish and pessimistic thoughts, or choked with weak and useless ones, would be like polluting the fountain and expecting the waters of the stream to remain pure and uncontaminated. Every cell in your body is a vital, throbbing center of intelligence and it must be fed with healthy, positive thoughts, in order to keep it aglow with the flame of radiant life. You, the thinker, are responsible for the alertness, the awareness, the harmony and health, which your thoughts express to, in, and through every cell of your body. If it is not uplifting and healthy at the moment, you can make it so by thinking constructively, holding a picture of health and strength clearly in your mind. Your thoughts do greatly impact your state of health. We can and do think ourselves into states of ill health to a far greater degree than we are aware of. Primarily there is no other force that enters into the matter when we come to know and realize even in a general way, the structure and the use of our bodies, the forms and expressions of nature, the trees, plants, flowers, fruits, and the animal kingdom, as well as that of Earth itself, that it is a living, moving organism, keeping time to the constant flow of the cosmic life. We are impressed with the thought that all things of the material world are the agents through which the universal mind, the ultimate reality or God, is expressing omnipotent power. When we see perfect order, we are inevitably driven to conclude that the perfect unity of all that is must be the ultimate reality. Harmony and peace are fragments of disordered dreams. We come to realize that we are within, and not apart from, the great cosmic sweep of life's all-inclusiveness. We are thrilled with the awakened sense of the infinite power to which we have access, because we come to know that we are a part of it, and never were, nor could we have been, separated from it. Amid this infinite ocean of life, we find ourselves possessed of the power of poise, and with Pascal realize that the universe has its center everywhere, and its circumference nowhere, and that this center for each and every person is within their own consciousness. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting InspirationalLifeLessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.